0: Shalom. Welcome to The Cloud with Apostle Michael E Oyuni, the Presbyter of Malik Fortress, a religious organization. In today's episode, we are continuing from our previous episode titled Basilea. And today we are looking at Basilea, which is the kingdom of God, with reference to receiving the kingdom, entering into the kingdom, and possessing the kingdom. Matthew chapter 4, verse 17 says, from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The expression is at hand means it is about to be revealed. The kingdom is about to be revealed unto mankind, to exercise dominion on the earth, hallelujah. The message of the kingdom calls man unto repentance. Then access is granted for him to partake in all that is in God. He inherits the kingdom of God so he can exercise dominions over his nation or territory or wherever he or she find himself or herself Matthew chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 says now those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand act 18 sorry act 8 chapter 11 of and to him they had regard because for a long time he had amazed them with sorceries but when they believed philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of god the name of jesus christ they were baptized both men and women so the kingdom calls for repentance the beginning of the kingdom calls for repentance, hallelujah. Repentance simply means a change of mind, a change of mind, a change of behavior, a change of attitude. The Bible is not about a republic or democratic system of rulership, but rather the Bible is a type of monarchy, a system of government by a king or a queen. In a democracy, the people write the constitution, but in a kingdom, the words of the king become the constitution or law. So the Bible is is a kingdom book created and produced for mankind to learn about God's kingdom and the Greek word for Basileia. For kingdom is Basileia, which I touched on on a previous podcast, but today we are looking at Basileia or kingdom as sovereignty as royal power as dominion as influence and as authority so basilea as royal power especially of god is expressed both in this world and in the hearts of men god's original plan was the influence of the kingdom of heaven on the earth a kingdom is a sovereign rulership and governing influence of a king, the president or a leader, impacting it with his will, intent, purpose, producing citizenry, expressing a culture, reflecting the nature and lifestyle of the leader. That kingdom is the government of that leader. Every kingdom begins with a king. And so, Jesus is our King, the King of Kings. There are other kings, but He is the King of all. He that is born again is a King. So, all of us that are born again are kings. And in our midst, Jesus is the King of us all. So, that is why the Bible says He is the King of Kings. Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. It says, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. So Jesus is the king of kings. Amongst us as believers, as Christians, Jesus is the king of kings. All of us are kings. But Jesus is the king of us all. Hallelujah. What a privilege we have. So the kingdom of heaven is a place. But the kingdom of God is God's essence now we receive the kingdom of heaven to receive the kingdom of god now the kingdom of god goes beyond the kingdom of heaven godology is simply transcendental christology that is once we receive the kingdom of heaven god expect us to receive the kingdom of god And the distinctive feature is that the kingdom of God speaks of enthronement. At that realm, we are measured with thrones. We are seated on thrones. We know our right. We sit as kings and we rule. Hallelujah. So there are there are typologies or kinds of kingdom. That there is a kingdom of God, there is a kingdom of heaven, then there is a kingdom of this world and we are going to look at all these hallelujah now the kingdom of God this is the very essence of God the embodiment of his personality and glory his infinite character his infinite nature his moral attribute and his power all that God represents that's who God is Seventeen twenty to twenty one says, and when he that is Jesus was demanded by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God comes not with outward observation, neither shall they say, lo here, lo there, for behold the kingdom of God is within you. God Himself coming down to the earth to live in mankind in the form of the Holy Ghost is the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. At this level, we are measured with thrones. At this level, every believer sits on a throne and he or she rules. It is not a place. The kingdom of heaven, number two, This is where God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit live. It is the place God dwells. It is the place of his domain. It is his territory. It is the palace of God. It is the parliament of God and his angels and and the 24 elders. Matthew chapter 10 verse 7 to 8 says, and as you go, preach. Preach. Saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you have received, freely give. God wants to reign in every person as the colony of heaven. A man that God has come to dwell in. So man is the extension of that rulership. Hallelujah. Jesus came to reveal that kingdom of heaven unto us. So by his death and resurrection, we have received the kingdom of heaven. But yet many Christians have not received the kingdom of God simply because they are not being enthroned on their seat. They haven't occupied their position in the realms of of the spirit they are in the church they are born again alright but they don't have a throne hallelujah and God expects us to sit on thrones as kings and rule so we rule with Christ it is a higher realm in the realms of the spirit number three the kingdom of the earth this particular kingdom was initially created for mankind but when Adam transgressed the legal right to this kingdom was taken by the devil Revelation chapter 11 verse 15 says and the seventh angel sounded and there were great voices in heaven saying the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever God is the king of the universe and His son Jesus is the king of the earth and his children has he given power to rule the earth you are the kingdom of God on the earth. Hallelujah. So what is the goal of the kingdom? The ultimate goal of, the, of God is to rule the earth from heaven through mankind. Normally in the earthly kingdom, the king rules over people. But in the kingdom of God, the king doesn't rule over people. The reason is that all the people are kings. If we are kings, then we are princes and princess, and as such, we should know our positions. So the kingdom of God speaks of enthronement where a man is matured to sit on his throne to rule with Christ. So there are levels in the kingdom. Yes, there are. But while some people are busy searching, for the kingdom of God, others are spending the entire life observing, criticizing, and resisting the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 7, verse 51 says, You stiff necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, But you first but you seek first the kingdom of God his righteousness and all this shall be added unto you so God has called us to seek his kingdom and whilst people are busy seeking the kingdom others are also busy criticizing and resisting the move of the Holy Spirit so how can such a person ever receive the kingdom of god so this brings us to the dimensions in the kingdom number one there is the receiving of the kingdom number two there is the entering into the kingdom number three there is the possessing or inheriting of the kingdom and we have to understand all these dimensions In our walk with God, we we should be able to come to this realm of comprehension so that you can know where you are by your walk with the Holy Spirit and Christ. Hallelujah. So receiving the kingdom, Luke chapter 18 verse 17 says, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. So receive the kingdom of god as a child that is the bedrock that is the basis to receive the kingdom of god hallelujah number two entering into the kingdom matthew chapter 7 verse 21 the Bible says not everyone that says unto me lord the lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that does the will of my father who is in heaven hallelujah the bible didn't say that you will not go to heaven it says you will not enter into heaven beloved it is imperative to know that you're already in heaven the day you got born again if you have never denied the resurrection of jesus you're already in heaven this is what the scripture is saying hallelujah but now the scripture is saying that that is you've already received the kingdom but for you to enter into the kingdom for you to be able to do the work of the kingdom that is the entrance aspect so we receive the kingdom of god by being born again the kingdom of heaven by being born again then we are ushered into enter into the kingdom to become proofs of the kingdom i hope you are following become proof of the kingdom so the bible is saying that not everyone that says unto me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven so that this entering is a realm where you begin to do the work of your father. Your ability to pray for the sick to get healed. These are signs. The ability to raise the dead. The ability to cast out demons. So if you don't see these things following you, then it means you have not entered into the kingdom of heaven, even though you have received the kingdom of heaven as a child. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 25 verse 34 so then shall the king say unto them on his right hand come you blessed of my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world so the third dimension in the kingdom is possessing the kingdom this level one has inherited the kingdom one has possessed the kingdom the kingdom has becomes become your own you, you have owned the kingdom this this realm you you are entitled to sit on the throne to so the Bible says that inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. At this realm it is no longer the earth it is no longer heaven but it is about God's essence. What God, what makes God, God, that is what you have also attained. So you are seated on thrones as judges to rule with God, the Father, and to rule with God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It is the realm of the Godhead. Hallelujah. So it is important to know that the kingdom comes in dimensions. The receiving dimension as a child and dimension becoming a proof of the kingdom. possessing the kingdom where the distinctive feature is that you are seated on a throne to rule but Christ every Christian has received the kingdom many have entered into the kingdom but only a few have possessed it totally and God is calling all of us to possess the kingdom totally so we are called to possess the kingdom we are called to inherit the kingdom Thanks for listening to this podcast. Shalom.